So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Hello, everybody. This week's welcome, welcome, welcome. It's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and rah, Jack. Rah, rah, like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. order. I love No <laughs> Stupid <laughs> Questions show. Can we curse on the show? We can do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Tanya, your question for, for today. No. Rah, rah, like All right. Stupid. So, question. <laughs> What's the name of the show, Jay? No Stupid Questions. Jack. No Stupid Welcome to this episode of... My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. Hello, everybody. What a welcome to another episode of the No Stupid Questions show. It's not that late, Jack. No, it's not. I'm just excited about our topic today, I think, because sometimes you surprise me with the question. But just to intro the show, this is a No Stupid Questions show, the show where we have two smart people and one stupid question. Or so we thought. All right. Yes, sir. What you got for me today? Well, you know, it's been all over the news. And Mm. I definitely have an opinion. I'm pretty sure you have one, too. And it'll be interesting to see how we net out. But uh, is Shikari, and I think that's how you say her name, Shikari, Shikari Richardson, a victim? Ooh. Well, I'm going to say yes, but I really wanted to say no. Oh, I'm going to say yes, but I wanted to say no. Now, there's a whole yes, lot to unpack there. Why did you want to? Let's start with the ending. Why did you want to say no? Because as much as a rebel as I like to think I am, I think there are rules that must be followed when you want to play certain people's games. So my initial thought was, uh, she's not a victim because she broke the rule and that's what happened when you break the rules. And I guess we should give some background. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, you are correct. We should, for those who are smartly not on social media or (laughs) um, watching the 95% of the time depressing news. Jack, go ahead and do the summary. (laughs) I thought since you were the one that were on social media more that you would do it. But anyway, Shikari, and I pronounce it Shikari, I don't know, S-H-A apostrophe C-A-R-R-I, Richardson, is the fastest woman in the United States uh, this year. It's proven out in the Olympic trials. She won the 100 meter dash in the Olympic trials. A very emotional time for her because she had just recently lost her biological mother. And part of her coping with the loss of her biological mother May I say something before you continue? I just yes, want you know. all the facts on there. Okay. The What she said was that she found out from a reporter. I did not know that part. Okay. I think that, that's what she has said, is that she had found out from a reporter, not a member of her family, not a, but from a reporter. Wow. Okay. Okay. So keep um, going. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so in coping with this bad news... Uh, apparently she partook okay in some marijuana you know I don't know if she had edibles or if she smoked it uh or what I don't I don't know what it was maybe maybe T leak you have those details do you have those details I don't I okay. just know that yeah it was the THC which is not banned no. which is not allowed which so it doesn't matter how she what her method was Mm-hmm. She basically had THC in her system and it came up on the blood test that they always test the winners of these type races to make sure that they don't have any illegal substances in their system. 
especially those that have won in, in remarkable fashion. Especially those that have won. <laughs> um, I think if she won by photo finish, they probably still would have tested her. But but yes, if you lose, they probably not too interested. <laughs> well, because well, and and you know, the fact that she's gonna be on the Olympic team, right? So they were gonna test her and everything. So yes, I don't just mean one, but you know, you you've gone to the next level. So yeah. Right. I mean, so people and, going and, home. And that is that know. is an important point because I've heard some people say that the black athletes get tested more frequently than other athletes. Here we go. And so here we go. I just want to unpack that little bit right. <laughs> so listen, so you said you wanted to say no because you are a conservative at heart. I know you think you're a rebel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> conservative. Is that like, wow. Okay. Maybe we should do a show just about, is Jack really a conservative? <laughs> That's actually a good idea. But anyway, probably uh, so you wanted to say no, but you said yes, because given all of that, well, that she is a victim. So you want to say no, she's not a victim. It's just the rules and she broke them. And so that's case, case closed. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted to say that was the case closed, but it may be that she, and I don't know if victim is the right word. You probably would jump on me for using victim, but she maybe suffers from Maybe she she has an illness that needs to be addressed, and and maybe I was thinking victim of an illness. Mm-hmm. And okay. From that standpoint, even though I don't know if I have enough information to say that she is or she isn't, but there is a possibility that she has a mental illness that needs to be dealt with. Well, I don't even know if it's an issue with a mental illness as much as. It is, so, so you, let me go back. You said the rules are the rules. So one, do I think she's a victim? Yes. Now, what is she a victim of? You know, you mentioned this thing about black athletes being tested more than white athletes. I mean, is that surprising? <laughs> I mean, I, so I, I can't say that. So I'm sure she's a victim of racism in her sport and all of the things that accompany the systemic racism that we all acknowledge exists except some special people. But I actually don't think that's her primary victimhood, (laughs) for lack of a better word. I think that to your point, she is a victim of our true inability to deal with the realities around mental health. The bottom line is, Depression is known to be a mental illness when it is chronic. Correct. And that's why I'm when saying I you have, have but when you have a traumatic event, especially like the death of, you know, I mean, we don't know what her relation was, but it was traumatic for her to uh, hear about the death of her, her biological mother. There is an, an expectation, actually, and even, you know, mental health professionals will tell you this, that she would experience some degree of depression. So that is actually not, you know, when you talk about clinical depression, I've spoken with psychiatrists and other mental health professionals about this. And so it is it is expected that you are going to experience depression when you have typical depressive events. And the key thing is that you recover from that, right? And that it doesn't become a chronic condition. So I actually go back to what you're saying about mental illness. I actually think it's a larger systemic issue that we have dealing with mental health. And I think she's a victim the same way that 
Naomi Osaka, I consider her to be a victim as well of this same issue that we have in our society, which is a systemic kind of inability to deal with the realities of mental health. And, and what's interesting, I mentioned this to someone else. So can oh, I, I'm can sorry. I, can yeah, I make, pause, can me, I pause me, because I'm yeah, about to roll. You, you, I'm you about to it. roll. I can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Maybe you should explain who Naomi Osaka is for some people who Oh, those same people that are, into that, right? are, are healthy and keeping themselves away from social media. <laughs> so Naomi Osaka is also an athlete, which is where I was headed. She actually is a tennis player, a professional tennis player. She is Black. <laughs> she, I, which tournament was it? I know she did not go to Wimbledon, but I think she was in the middle of the French Open and expressed some concern about her mental health and not wanting to do the media press sort of events that they are required to do per their contract. Correct. Be- because of her concerns, she wanted to not do them. They find her. She eventually withdrew from that particular tournament and then actually said that she was not going to do the next Grand Slam tournament. And I think as the champion, you know, it caused a lot of um, issues, but, you know, a lot of people were just concerned about, and there was a lot of debate about whether or not, again, it was the rules of the rules, or are the rules, one, which has come up with Shakari Richardson as well, are the rules antiquated such that the, I, I have this, this issue, I mean, there were rules about how to treat slaves, and they were wrong. And a lot of people buck those rules. And there is no way that, I mean, certainly with hindsight, of course, or actually not with hindsight. At the time, I probably would have said the rules are rules. Hmm. So I think that when you have a fundamental issue with the rules and the way that they carry with them certain biases and or stigma, really, for, for lack of a better, well, I guess, anyway, I won't go down that path. But the bottom line is, my thing is, if the rules are rooted in, I'll just go with biases, then someone needs to buck them in order for them to be highlighted. They tend to be the sacrificial lamb. Is that right or not? I don't know. But I think that it has brought visibility to this issue, both for the Tennis Association, as well as the Olympic committees. So it's interesting you said sacrificial lamb, which I assume the sacrificial lamb is is a victim, which is why you said that Shikari is a victim in this in this situation. Yes. I don't disagree that you need a catalyst for change. Shikari Richardson, when it deals with the Olympic Committee, may be the catalyst for change on a rule which I agree is antiquated. There's a whole history behind the banning of marijuana, the legalization of marijuana. I think we now all understand, or close to all of us are starting to understand that there was no science behind that. It was rooted in something other than sound thinking about what's good for you or what's bad for you. If you believe government is supposed to regulate what's good for you and what's bad for you, but that's a, that's a different question. So when I wanted to say she was not a victim. Are you flip-flopping? I, I'm, I'm all over the place on this question, obviously, <laughs> which makes it, a, which makes it a, a damn good, stupid question. So 
Okay, so wait, before you, you don't. Before you, okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, it's interesting. There's this article on the Vox that says Shakari Richardson of the 2020 Olympics and the last gasp of the war on marijuana. As I understand it, just so again, everyone knows, there was a change in the rule recently that the ban was 30 days. It used to be the same as or similar to the other, like, you know, steroids, et cetera. But the bottom line is, is that it is, it was rooted in the fact that it's still illegal in much of the world. So the World Anti-Doping Agency, which is, you know, governs the Olympics and everything. And of course, the US anti-doping follows their rules. Yeah, it has changed where it was reduced. And I was trying to find the, the actual date that it was reduced. So, so that organization has moved in the right direction. It has moved, yes. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting, if we analyze the Shakari Richardson and whether or not she was a victim and what she was a victim of, mm-hmm. you kind of stayed away from race a little bit. But what is interesting is the U.S. Olympic Committee, the band would be up before she has to run the 100-meter dash uh, in yes. the Olympics. Yes. So the Olympic Committee could have decided she is banned for 30 days. Her band will be over by the time she has to run her race. So we're going to put her on the Olympic team so she can run her race. And so you have to question why that Olympic Committee did not make that decision. That would have been well within their rules. And some might say if Shikari Richardson was named something else, I'm trying to think of it, Sherry Richardson, Sherry Richards. Just go with Karen, babe. Just go with Karen. Karen. Okay. I know a lot of Karens, so I didn't want to use that name. But if if it was Karen. You don't know no Sherry's. (laughs) Okay. No more Karen than Sherry's. Anyway. You don't need Shikari. They might have made it. (laughs) They might have made it. They might have made a decision. And I was wondering if that's where you were going with this question. You know, if she was not so flamboyant, if she was more of a traditional, acceptable, whatever. In quotes. In quotes. Not my, not my opinion, the opinion right. of the Olympic Committee. Would they have made a different decision? So I will tell you, I was surprised. I, yeah, now I was surprised to hear that she was not named to the team at all. And that, and I knew that it was up in the air. So whether or not she would be able to run the relay, which, which was one of her events, her main event, she was going to miss during the band, the hundred meter, but the relay, yeah, she had the, it was going to be after her 30 day was up, but they had to name her. And so I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I think I started with, you know, I don't think anybody would be surprised if Black athletes were tested more frequently. Um, I don't buy that, by the way. By what? I don't buy that Black athletes are tested more frequently. Oh, Lord. I mean, you got to, you got to, you got to, that's something you can, you can have empirical evidence on. And to me, you have to to bring some evidence before you, you just make that allegation. There's and enough, you, you, there's you enough stuff. There's so enough stuff we have. There's enough stuff of that. There's you enough stuff we have clear evidence of that we don't have to speculate about some stuff that may or may not be true. Okay, so I, I don't, that, that, I don't the evidence may there. be the evidence may be out there, but I, I, okay. Be, so but I'm just I'm just it, saying I, I wouldn't be surprised if that empirical evidence was easy to find. Well, let me tell let me tell you this: if you're talking about sprinters in America, the empirical evidence is going to be easy to find because I know one thing they do do is they test winners. There's a random test program, which you would expect that to fall along statistical lines. But then there's a 
testing of winners. And if you're talking about sprinters in America and testing winners, then yes, they're going to be the majority black people. Now, if you're testing the 5K. Did you say, did you you say test, black people's? <laughs> did I say black people's? I might have. If you're testing the 5K, you might uh, steeplechase. You, you're going to have a different. You might get some white people's. You might get some white people's. <laughs> T-Lake making fun of me. That's my New Orleans coming out now. I love it. I love it. Um, bro. I ain't heard that since uh, my mother said that. Hey, you, you heard me. And she used to say the colored people. <laughs> okay. I have, a, I have me, affinity for that term, me, too. Let me get it Okay. So let's go back to your question, which was about this concept that she did not get named to the team. Correct. And I don't, first of all, I don't know when the Olympics really start. I'm, I'm ashamed, ashamed to say. I know it's, I know it's imminent. Um, it's within but, 30 days, but some events obviously. Well, right. No, days. but I guess what I, what I was going to say on top of that was, I don't know when it is. And I know that there have been, I've signed at least two petitions online right. to let her run. Right. And I don't, I don't think they're going to reverse anything nope. at this point. So I guess they were probably waiting for that, that particular announcement to happen. But I think that racism is something we've kind of acknowledged. And so, again, do we know, will we ever know whether or not that was race-based? No. But I know for sure that we're also seeing, I, I think, a lot of visibility for mental health and the importance of mental health and the importance of having allowances and flexibility that allow for that. And where I was going with the athlete, with Naomi and, and Shikari is that, you know, I think that there are so many myths surrounding mental health. And, and you know, the first thing is the, is, the, is the stigma of it, right? Is that you only are depressed if you're not strong or whatever, right? And athletes are, are they are our, you know, sort of, yes, they are our pinnacles of strength ultimately. Right. And so it is, it is interesting because I think what this, the, our athletes in particular make us come to grips with is the fact that you can be very strong in body, but everyone struggles with traumatic events with, you know, it really starts to shine a light on, you know, because we want to put these these athletes up on a pedestal, which means they can have nothing wrong with them. And what's what the the reality is, they endure so much stress with regard to the the work that they do and the and I'm not saying that means we need to take coddle them or anything, but I think that just like any job, there needs to be room for mental health. And anyway, I'll let you respond to that. And then I have one other thing to say, because Stephen A. Smith said some things that I just, uh, I, you know, I just wanted to slap him about, to be honest. But well, we, Steve, we, Stephen A. Smith says a lot of things. He's slappable. He, he, slappable. he does. He does he, that he, intentionally, huh? He's highly slappable. But that's why, <laughs> that's why, that's why he's on TV. I that's mean, true. Maybe that's if true. we were a little more slappable, we'd be on somebody. Oh, TV. well, okay. Well, I'm going to slap him and we'll see what happens. <laughs> see if uh, he slap back. You go, you go ahead and slap him as much as you need. <laughs> so so let's talk about, first of all, I do want to make a distinction between Shikari Richardson and Naomi Osaka. And that distinction is Naomi Osaka says she... She suffers. Yes. 
and 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 it is chronic apparently it is not acute it is not a understandable event that makes her feel that way she has a chronic issue that she's dealing with I don't know if Shakari Richardson has that but um, but, but, but okay so but, but this so is I'm, part of my point go ahead but I I'm curious why you think you need to draw that distinction because one is clearly a mental health issue and the other may just be an emotional snapshot that is not a mental health issue. But mental health is not mental illness. Everyone should be taking, okay. just like everyone should be taking care of their physical health, everyone should be taking care of their mental health. I agree with and, that. And there is, there is, just like when you get a cold, that probably means that your immune system is down. When someone dies, when someone gets attacked in your family and gets shot, when you, you know, lose a job. Those are events that for all intents and purposes reduce your your immune, you know, your mental um, immunity and make you more susceptible to depression, to anxiety, to these these conditions. So again, it doesn't mean that you have them chronically, which implies illness slash disease, but it is something that that's that's what I'm talking about is there is this it, it should be that I don't care if it's, you know, someone who doesn't have. So actually, let me let me use that to get to Stephen A. Smith, but finish what you were saying. I, I actually just want to kind of put a pin in that because in actuality, I think that's the problem is we kind of put, we try to try to put in a box all these things and it is as important. And what's interesting is again, athletes are at the top of their physical health. And so we assume and we try to break off what that means in terms of their mental health. But the, the bottom line is that, you know, mental health is important for everyone to take care of so come on i i don't argue with that now i will say you said athletes are considered at the top of their physical health and i have often thought what separates great athletes from average athletes is their mental acuity is their mental ability to handle the stress the ability to handle things so i you know i think when you get to an athlete at that level i think there's also a large mental component to it as well but what I wanted to say about, and, and I agree with you, mental health is important for everyone, but I think the issue with Naomi Osaka is a mental illness issue, whereas I'm not sure the issue with Shikari Richardson is a mental illness issue. And that was the distinction I was trying to make. But what I wanted to say is, first of all, I wanted to commend Naomi Osaka for her ability to stand up and say, hey, I need to, I need to take a break. If your rules don't allow me to take a break the way I want to take a break, I'm stepping away. And I'm one of the best tennis players in the world. Y'all have to deal with me stepping away. I think that was very, very strong of her. I think that was courageous. And it sets an example of how people have to put their mental mental health before everything else. Now, where were we, where were we going? What? <laughs> so I, I, I agree with you. I am proud of her for taking that stand. But it's interesting because I wonder what she would say. Um, because, you know, one of the things that I've, uh, you know, I've talked to people, you know, I have people in my family um, with mental illness. And, and, you know, one of the things they'll say is that that's, it's not really a choice. 
Like you, if whatever your condition is, if you don't want to hear voices, if you don't want to, you know, feel that that depression, which feels like a rock on you, where you can't get up, you can't move, you can't, and especially if you have children or friends and family and blah, 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 and you, you can't really it's hard to understand exactly what that feels like. So it seems like a big thing, but if, you know, if she's had this condition for a while and if she knows what that feels like and she doesn't want to go back to that place and, you know, she doesn't really have a choice but to say, hey, I'm out, you know, you can't. There's, so there's so, no, so a no lot of times- healthy choice other than to say I'm out. Well, people, there's no some, healthy choice, but at the same- Some people don't make the choice and then things get out of control. And she was able to make the choice before things got out of control for her. Is is so? I guess but but talk I'm, talk about but but see, I think there's there's also different mental health issues, right? Correct. There's there's <laughs> the, you know anger management. A lot of people don't. You know, a lot of people are still in denial. If she was diagnosed, et cetera, and she doesn't want to return to that place, and that place is very painful for her, then it's not as much of a choice. You know, okay. it, it really, it doesn't feel like a choice. It feels like I'm not going back to that pain. So you can't say anything that's going to. So, so I guess I just want to level set that because I think people say that and I've heard, and again, people with mental illness just say, people just don't understand what it feels like. You know, they, they say, oh, it's so great that you did that. And they're like, I didn't have any other option in, in my mind. So, you know, that's, that's, um, that's just something to acknowledge. And, and, and I, I think this gets to the, the, the bottom line, which is that I think that we really, really, really don't have not had open conversations about mental health. You know, again, the people that I've talked to with mental health feel as if people don't understand what they go through. And as a result, they make these sort of judgments about what is going on. And again, for me, that's why the distinction between Shikari and Naomi is because one has a chronic mental illness and another had a, you know, sort of a mental health crisis at that time, doesn't matter. The bottom line is that the rules were not flexible such that they accommodated them. Now, again, you know, there's this indirect thing with the marijuana, but I think that it is something for folks to think about with regard to those. I mean, you know, again, there's there's discretion. And I don't know if the Olympic Committee feels as if there's discretion, right? There's marijuana use because I was hanging out with my boys. And there's marijuana use because my mother just died. Like, I, I you know, and yes, can people manipulate that system? Yes. But I think that there's the again the discretion is what is necessary because of the specific you know and then and again because we don't talk about it we need it to be done with mental health professionals i don't know who's on this world anti-doping agency i don't know who's on the american one but to get mental health professionals involved with some of these areas i think would be an appropriate next step so that they can begin to understand you know they were talking about how how it affects performance right and they're of course talking about physical performance but one of the things that needs to be brought out right i mean it's the reason why at least in the us we've begun to to support started with medicinal marijuana because the study showed that it did have beneficial effects for people who were suffering from various physical and mental conditions so yeah i just i i would like to see us just take a much more to have more of the critical conversations. I mean, we talk about this all the time.
about conversations we're not having. And this is a conversation that we're not having right. um, about right. mental health. Um, oh, Stephen A. Smith, real quick. Let me breathe. Can I, while you're breathing. Okay. <laughs> this is one of the few times where I've seen you advocate for an organization, a system with discretion. You, you, you really want discretion? Because usually when, when, when Black people are put in something with, that's discretionary, usually we get the short end of the stick. Well, okay. So, you know, the, I think that the, the method by which they go into marijuana, I was just looking and it said that it's the ninth most frequent violation, right? Okay. And that they have raised the thresholds of how much is in your blood, I okay. guess. So, so it's not number one and number two. No. But you know, this is worldwide. Apparently, this Correct. is the, the world. Well, we don't um, have a we don't have a corner on the marijuana. And, and I, I feel like in this particular case, given the popular outcry, that the discretion would have gone in her favor, because I think that's that's kind of the way things are happening now with social media and all of that. Yeah, um, I think the, that I think the way that the American doping and the um, World Doping Agency looked at it was. Like you said, the rules are the rules. We can't break them for anybody. Except they have discretion. They absolutely had discretion because the ban is up before her race. So in this instance, and I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think if she was Karen Rickards, she might've got the discretion and then would've put her on the Olympic team so she could compete. Because they had that within their power. Yes. And so they chose not to do it. So to me, this is an example of a system that had discretion and it went against someone who you and I think should not have. Well, so I hear what you're saying. I think that what I'm talking about is a very different level of discretion. Like I said, you wanted the anti-doping. No, 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 no. I think it it is. I don't want the anti-doping people because the discretion has to do with our awareness and understanding of mental health. Correct. And I think if you put the discretion of whether or not this was a mental health issue, right, all of these folks, and I, I'm going to guess, and again, I don't know, are probably, they probably have lots of doctors on staff, right? They've got all these people proving whether or not the, you know, the THC is, is performance enhancing, physical performance enhancing, right? They don't have anything around what's going on mentally. And that's what I'm saying is that the ability to make that discretionary decision is based on the rules of the rules. And yes, they're always going to come down harder on black folks. But I think that the important concept here is that mental health is not factored into that decision, right? They look at it as, oh, well, the rules have to stick. And that's what I think is I think she was made an example of. And, you know, so ultimately that's why another part of her being a sacrificial lamb. And so what I'm advocating is I, I understand that there have to be rules. And I think you agree with that. But I also understand that in certain instances, that a discretion is required. And I think that's the question that's coming up for me. Do I think marijuana should be taken off the list? Yes. If they determine that it actually is performance enhancing, I can't say anything about that because if it is performance enhancing, then, you know, I mean, they could determine aspirin is performance enhancing and then you got to take something else. You got to take ibuprofen. I don't know. But I don't um, know if anyone ever said THC was performance enhancing for a sprinter. 
I don't think anyone's. Well, that's the thing is that that's what they use as their proving ground. And so that's what I'm saying is that they're looking only exclusively at physical stuff, which also, to your point, has not been proven, but it hasn't been disproven. So they've left it on the list, right? Because it's illegal in those countries, period. I, that's, that's what this, this article says. So I am just saying that I think that the problem with whether it be discretion and how they've, how they've actually implemented discretion to date is that mental health is not understood enough for them to create the rules that allow discretion to be appropriately done in the context of a mental health crisis or illness. Okay. Let's go to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, <laughs> okay. Do we have him on the phone? No, I'm just joking. So um, he said that he understands all this, blah, 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 but it kind of sounded like, yeah, I know this is going to sound racist, but the media makes the athletes. And so her responsibility to do those press junkets or whatever is part of her being who she is. Oh, about Naomi Osaka. I'm sorry. I oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, 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 no. Okay. I haven't heard him talk about her. I'm sure. Let me look for that and I'll come back to you on that one because I'm sure he got something that I'll slap him for that too. So what do you think about that? Uh, I think Steve. Oh, he's saying the media is the victim. <laughs> media is the who? The victim? Yes, he was making. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. No, he's saying that, yeah, they made her. And so she needs to be nice to them is the way that I mean, obviously, he he's preaching from his playbook. He's, you know, he he is media. That's how he butters his bread. So that comment was probably more in self. I don't know if the media. I mean, to me, that's just ridiculous. The media didn't help return. Serena Williams has serves when Naomi Osaka beat her. I don't know what he means by the media made her. Well, she, they, they make all, apparently they make all the athletes. They wouldn't be anything if they, if the media didn't cover them. Okay. That's a highly slappable comment. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. That's all I needed to know. I, I agree I was, with you on that. I, I, I'm going to have to say, I'm gonna, we'll put the link up actually. I kind of don't want to give him all the, the views, but I'm going to put the link up. He's already getting views. He's, <laughs> because I was just like, because I actually think it's the reverse. Because they're going to cover them regardless because you guys needed the audience. And the audience, if they love that person, they love them be, whether or not you cover them or not. And they're going to look for other outlets if you don't. So I'm just like, did you really say that? So anyway, yeah. So my hand was back, but I was on the, you can't reach the phone. I couldn't reach him. <laughs> so, all right. So I think we agree. Interestingly enough, we agree. I think that she's a victim. I think we have some differences on what she's a victim of and why right. she's a victim of it. Right. So and, I, and, I think and, either and way, one last, it is a shame. One last point is it's the sporting fans who are really victims because we don't get to see that 100 meter race and see if Shikari could have caught the great Jamaican who has the fastest time in the world. So and she could have gotten a gold medal for the US. So that might be one less gold medal for us too. Oh, so. yeah, they're going to have a hard time beating Jamaica anyway, but they definitely going to have a hard time now. All right. So, All right. No stupid questions. Take care of your mental health. <laughs> You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>